What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Wow, it's a brand new year, brand new everything. I hope you're having a wonderful start to this new year. It's the second day of January 2019, and I have a very special guest. And I say that, but I can say this. I don't use this word often, but I can say the legendary Tim Davis with us this morning. Somebody who is absolutely He's not not only done it within the mortgage industry, but he's showing those who want to take their business to the next level, who want to crush it within the industry. He's showing them how to actually do it. He's in the trenches with them. He's done it before. Tim, you've had an incredible uh, career within the mortgage industry. Now you're a movement mortgage. You're the, the national sales coach, national coach for the entire industry. So man, tell us. We're going into 2019. First and foremost, before we even get into that, if you, if nobody knows Tim Davis, you've got to check him out. He has. You want to talk about a bright suit? You want to talk about a little bit something to set yourself apart from the from the rest? Yeah. You got to check out Tim's suit because it's absolutely incredible. It's one of those things that I'm just like, dude, I'm jealous of the suit. I need to get me one. So uh, tell. So Tim, again, tell us about you. For those who don't know Tim Davis, tell us a little bit about Tim Davis. Oh man. Um. All right. You know, I, I tell everybody this. Look, I'm a kid from the housing projects. I was grown, uh, raised by a single mom. Dad died when I was three. Mom wow. had a really bad drug addiction problem, and not from the street corner drug addiction, but from the from the people in white coats, the doctors. Right? Uh, they wow. can they can prescribe drugs, and so she got addicted to those. And we lived on six hundred and thirty two dollars a month, which was eighteen dollars more than you could make and be eligible for food stamps. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, so I learned early on, um, at the age of 16 years old that, uh, I needed to, to get a job. Right. Uh, cause I didn't want to, uh, that was not going to be my life. And so I learned the art of connecting with other people because that's super important. You've got to be able to connect. Uh, one, of my, one of my good friends and mentors, John, John Maxwell says, if you want to succeed, you've got to learn how to connect with a variety of different people. And so I learned that skill early on to, to get out of the housing projects and go to school. And so you fast forward a few years and uh, uh, get out of college and move down to Nashville, Tennessee, and, and start working in the finance business of all places. 24% money. That's what we were lending. Uh, 24% money. Wow. Yeah. I was doing home equity loans at 21%. And uh, basically, my job was like, if you needed 500 bucks till payday, I'd take your couch as collateral. And if you didn't pay me, I showed up at your door threatening to take your couch back. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of an interesting gig. A buddy of mine uh, uh, went into the mortgage industry, called me one day, told me what kind of living you could make doing mortgage loans. And I, I think I didn't even think I hung up the phone. <laughs> I just got in the car. I was a branch manager of this small finance company. I just left them all alone and drove across town and never came back. And uh, so I got that's awesome. space that way. So that's, that's the short story of it. Just a, a kid from the housing projects learned how to connect with people and learned a few things along the way. It's still learning today. And I love that you say that because no matter how much we try, we're always learning, especially in the more something that I, we joke about quite often, but it's so true is within the mortgage industry, the one constant is change. You're always having to adapt. You're always having to learn. You have to surround yourself with great people. And that's exactly what you've done. But now you are one of those people that you know, loan officers, mortgage professionals, real estate professionals, they're wanting to surround themselves around you because you actually have a podcast as well. Um, remind me of the name of the podcast. Yeah, it's, it's launching this year. We've got one episode out. We're going to launch a few more this week. It's Agent Marketing Academy. Boom. Agent Marketing Academy. So we're interviewing real estate agents on their best practices and things of that nature. Nice. So you're actually working with, it's real estate agent focus. And of course, which again, correlates with loan officers. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. We've got a lot of 
a lot of guests that are coming up this year um, talking about what they're doing to be successful in real estate. And look, this, the, the success principles transcend across a lot of different platforms. Uh, let me share something with you real quick. Uh, I'm a big fan of biographies. So you see these people in national spotlights on television or whatever, but how did they get there? So I read a lot of biographies, watch a lot of biographies. One of my favorite is uh, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now you can Ooh. go read his book. It's like this thick. If you want to read it, go right ahead. But let me tell you, he was successful in bodybuilding, acting, and politics, right? Yep. He reached the pinnacle in all those areas uh, that you could say. In his book, it all came down to this, reps and sets. And he said hmm. when he, he learned that as a bodybuilder, he would see other guys come in, they try to cheat the system and get to their results quicker. And and those and it never worked for them, right? What worked sure. for them was continually coming in and doing the, the fundamentals over and over and over and over. Um, and eventually he jumped ahead of them. So um that that's it. It's just reps and sets. So we learn from the agents and it's reps and sets for them. And there you go. So let's, let's talk about this a little bit more because this is the number one question. And this is what everybody's asking here because they're like, so how do I work better with real estate? And you're talking about reps and sets, reps and sets. How, what should that loan officer, real estate agent relationship look like? You mentioned real, or relationships a little bit earlier today. What should that, the give and the take? Because we're always hearing about, oh, loan officers are always trying to, to give too much. They're trying to, they're trying to buy over the relationship with the real estate agent. What should realistically that relationship look like between a loan officer and a real estate agent? You know, I mean, it's a good question. I, I think at the end of the day, it's got to be authentic. Anything that's not built on authenticity is short-lived and very seasonal at best, right? So yeah. I think for yourself as a loan officer, first, you got to raise the bar yourself. You know, every year we have a theme and this year our theme is get better. So I've got that get better theme out to all my coaches. And I'm like, we are going to coach around the, the theme of getting better, getting better in your relationships, getting better in your marketing, getting better, you know, in your personal growth, getting better in your scripts get better. So you've got to get better first yourself, right? And, right. and really be somebody of value, somebody of value. And that knowing your industry and, and demonstrating that and, and getting the results for the agents is, is really key. Um, but I, I think that at the end of the day, that this relationship that you form with real estate agents is one of which it's not a give and take in the sense that a lot of times I'll meet loan officers and they'll be involved in like, they're paying for leads, right? Yep. Yep. like Zillow accounts. And the loan officer has no ROI tracking form whatsoever of knowing what they're getting out of that relationship. Nothing, sure. Nothing whatsoever. Right. And I'm like, you need to treat the relationship like a, like a business, right? They need to value you. But, but if you get into relationships like that, you need to treat it like a business. There needs to be regular meetings, returns on investment, things of that nature. So when you look at this and, and I get to work with a lot of agent or a lot of loan officers that are highly successful at the end of the day, their, their relationships are authentic and they would go to dinner with those agents or yep. hang out at the pool with those agents. Right. Um, they're not just transactional in nature. So I think that's really, to me, can you get a really authentic relationship that I want to go to the game with you? Right. And I think that's probably the the piece that most people look that they miss out on their loan officers are just trying to work with any real estate agent that's going to send them business. But if you're not going to hang out with them, if you're not going to go go golf with them, if you're not going to, like I said, spend a day at the pool, spend a day at the lake, whatever it is, if you are not going to have that type of relationship, it's probably not worth investing your time, your efforts, your your emotional status into this type of relationship. You want to be building those those long-term, long-lasting. It really is. We joke about it. It really is like having 
a relationship with a spouse with a significant other, you're getting to know not that, not that much. No, don't go with the, We're not going that far, but no, 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 we're going to get all kinds of trouble on this, but you, you do want to invest. This is somebody that you want to, again, this is somebody you're texting all the time, not just for, Hey, send me a deal, send me a deal, but it's, Hey, Tim, man, just wanted to touch base with you. I hope you're having a great week, man. Really appreciate all you do. That's it. Like it's, it's that type of relationship. So I absolutely love that. Now you mentioned this and I don't want to dive too deep into it, but I want to at least bring it up because you mentioned the whole buying leads for real estate agents or the whole lead gen game. Is that something going into 2019? Do you think that's something that really is relevant? Should loan officers be looking for opportunities to create leads? Should they be buying Facebook ads, this and this? Again, this is a huge realm, but let's just talk, I mean, surface level when it comes to buying leads or producing those type of leads. Let me, let me just tell you my, my game plan that I use for that, right? And then they can execute this however they choose. So there are going to be, uh, I'll talk about an agent here in the national market. I won't name any names or anything like that, but this agent, highly successful, 500 transactions a year. Okay. Um, definitely a relationship worth pursuing. Now we need to know if we're going to get along because I'm not going to sure. get into a relationship like that and just be treated poorly. Okay. So uh, we get into this relationship. We find out that they do have some lead gen type of activities, right? 500 transactions a year is probably not a hundred percent referral. Okay. Right. You have to, of course. Got to have some legion activities. Okay. So we sat down and he talked to us about uh, investing into that um, legion. Now, he used the word investing. I think that's really critical, right? Sure. Somebody comes to you and says, Hey, will you pay for my legion? That's a trigger sign. Number one, their mindset's not right. I'm not paying for anything. I'm investing in something. And can I get a return? So here's what I coach on. Here's what I teach when it comes down to that. Number one, make sure you're of one accord, you're like minded. Okay, don't get into a relationship, right, that that you're not like minded. Number two, make sure that they're going places, that they have aspirations, that, that they're that they're wanting to do big things. And number three, make sure they're actually producing. Okay. Yeah. And then when you set up an agreement with them, you set it up from a business standpoint. So let me just pretend that you are the real estate agent, right? So you're the 500 unit real estate agent. We've got some commonalities. You seem like a good guy. This is what I'm going to say to you, Josh. I'm going to say, hey, listen, I'm really willing to invest in your business. Okay provided we come to an agreement on three of my non-negotiables. Here are my non-negotiables. Guys, listen up, listen up. Number one non-negotiable is this is a monogamous relationship. Okay. We are not into polygamy of 15 loan officers out there. If that's your gig, I'm not for you. And that's totally cool. But it's a monogamous relationship. That's rule number one. Rule number two is you and I have got to have a meeting once a month, 30 minutes. We got to look at the numbers. We got to see what's tracking, what's working, what's not working, what tweaks can we make to make better conversions, right? Number three, you've got a lot of listings, Josh. You got about 50 listings. I do loans for those people when they buy the house after they sold. So I want to be a part of that transaction too. Introduce me to them. Give me a chance to win their business. I won't win them all. Do you agree with those three things? I think we'll have a winning relationship and I'll put my money on the table. Man. And that's what I mean by, by by looking at it from a business standpoint. And that's exactly how loan officers, they have to look at it as a business like that. So many of us are scared of like, oh man, I, like Tim, if I do that with my realtors, like they're going to think like I'm trying to micromanage their business. You have to treat your business like a business. If you're right. not, you're throwing money out the door. Those three things, I, I love the monogamy. That is, <laughs> that's killer because so yeah. many realtors, so are like, oh, hey Tim, I'll throw you my top three. 
Hell no. If I'm investing with you, again, this is a this is a two-way. This is a relationship here. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting you to do the exact same thing. And I think just having that honest conversation with those referral partners goes so much further. And, and, and again, stop, stop fearing it. Stop being scared of it. Just have the conversation yeah. and it will go so much better. And your, your real estate agent, your referral partner, they'll appreciate it as well. They'll see that like, hey, you know what? Tim's if, right. If they're, if they're a quality agent, they're definitely going to appreciate it. Yeah. You know, quality agents, they're looking at their business the same way. So, you know, you've got to get past the fear and have those conversations and be willing to walk away from the table and say, this isn't right for me. And I'm good with that. So anyway, I absolutely love that. Absolutely love it. So I want you guys to comment for those who are watching the show right now live, or if you go back and watch this comment below, if you've ever had one of these conversations and how it went, if you actually have had a brutal conversation or if you've been scared to type down below, I'm scared. And Hey, Tim, I will reach out. We'll love, we'd love to see if we can help you a little bit on this. But that's exactly, you got to get over this fear. You just got to make it happen. Make 2019 the year where you're not scared to have those conversations anymore. You have to have them. If you want your business to be better than it's ever been in 2019, you have to be willing to do these things that you haven't done before. Absolutely love that, Tim. Absolutely yeah. love it. That's crush, crushing with those three things. Yeah. Now, I want to get into another topic because this is a hot topic in the industry right now. When it comes to coaching, and again, you're the national coach for Movement Mortgage. One of the absolute, I mean, Movement is doing some insane things with, with Casey Crawford at the head and really just focusing on a great direction. And you're kind of leading the coaching side of things. I know you have a few coaches, Jeff Zimfer, um, some incredible staff, some incredible team. But when it comes to getting a coach, because I get reads all the time, I get messages, Josh, what should I look for in a coach? When should I get a coach? When am I ready? What should a coach be really doing for me? There's a lot of questions there. But first and foremost, when, what should somebody be looking for in a coach? Well, I think there, I think we have to define what coaching is. And I think Ooh, coaching has been misdefined out there in the marketplace. So let, let me just give you the definition of coaching that comes straight from John Maxwell. And I'm a huge um, fan and follower of John's. Coaching is, is a relationship in which you have to bring something to the table and the coach helps you work through it to get better. Then we have a lot of training programs out there, right? A training sure. program and a coaching program is different. A training program is like, hey, I've got 10 steps. And if you follow these 10 steps, this, this should be your result. A coaching, a coaching relationship is totally different, right? It's, hey, let's make sure the training program you're looking at is right for your personality style. Because how many times Absolutely. has a loan officer spent money and never even opened a box, spent money and never even done anything? And that's bugged me for years. Like, why do some succeed? Why do some not? And I know we had a conversation about this. We won't go deep into it. But your sure. personality style and your giftings and all of that make a huge difference in how you execute any type of strategy. And see, a coach, a real good, solid coach can get in there and help you understand who you are, what your DNA makeup is, how you're best going to be presenting yourself to the world, and then help you choose from the training programs that are out there what's going to really be in your wheelhouse so that you don't spend money and waste it, right? Oh, man, I love that. So that's that's our philosophy at Movement, and I know I shared this with you. Um, Jim Furyk is a great golfer, made millions of dollars on tour. Yep. Swing ever, right? He's got the hitch at the very top of his doesn't make sense but there's not a coach in the world that would try to teach him to do it differently because it works for him the same yep. rule applies and that's why we do the one-on-one coaching at movement that's why we saw the needle move so much 
I absolutely agree. Everybody's different. We had this conversation on the show the other day. Everybody is different within their own. You have to know what works best for you as well. What works for Tim and I may not work for you. And that's why having a coach who understands that, who has that relationship like you're talking about, Tim, with you, they they can better dive in and go deep with you, understanding how you want to do business, what's going to be best. And really, a coach is there to say, hey, you know what, Tim? That's probably not your forte, but you're really good at this. Like, let's focus on this. This is this is something where you absolutely crush it. So let's focus on this. A couple of great comments coming in. Danny, thanks for your comment. Uh, Tim is an absolute goat, period. Go, uh, oh. Truth for my friend, Tim. Uh, Renato Roddick, been scared in, scared in 18, making it happen in 2019. Renato, go out there and make it happen, my friend. Uh, Chris, Tim Davis is the real deal. My very first coach I paid money two years ago. Thanks so much, Chris, for your comments. Uh, Jeff, great comment when it comes to Boomtown and uh, an agent having to pay for that. Uh, We'll get back to that question, Jeff. But so when it comes to coaching, as you can see, guys, it really really depends on you. Because this is my next, I want to go into this real quick. You kind of touched on it, but when should a loan officer, because I get these people who are doing onesies, twosies, twosies, threesies. I'm not saying they don't need to coach. Everybody needs to coach at one point or another. When it comes to you, Tim, when should somebody really be looking like, hey, I need a coach? Is it the onesie twosies? Is it when they're getting five, six loans? When should somebody really start looking for somebody to be there to guide them more than just an accountability partner, more yeah. than just a mentor? When when they decide to get serious about their life. I mean, you know, Love at it. the end of the day, if you're not serious about your life, if you're not serious about your career, you're just going to have a conversation, right? The coach is not some you know, magical unicorn that shows up and all of a sudden, you know, your bank account overflows, your marriage gets better. You know, you you drop all this weight, you get a six pack. That's not, you've got to be actively involved in it. If you're not actively involved in it, then you're not serious. So if you're not serious about it, why would you, why would you participate? So that's the number one thing. See, and I think that's, one of the biggest questions I get asked right now is, well, I don't know if I'm ready for it. You have to be ready for it. You have to mentally, you have to be ready for it. You have to be willing to put it in. A lot of people know my very, my very first experience with a coach years and years ago when I hired my first coach is I wasn't ready for a coach. People just kept telling me I needed a coach. Josh, you need to get a coach. You know, you're doing eight, nine, 10 loans a month. You need a coach. And I'm like, eh, okay. So I hired a coach. And I didn't listen to him. I didn't do anything. Like I wasn't ready mentally. I wasn't ready to willing to accept that. So what you're talking about, Tim, is you have to be ready for it. You have to be willing to to listen. You have to be teachable. You mentioned that earlier. You have to be willing to be teachable, be be willing to accept that there's somebody out there who can actually help you take your business to the next level. So yeah, absolutely. And you know, listen, all of the biggest producers out there have a coach, right? Because And it's not that they have a coach because they need to be accountable. They get up in the morning. Okay. Right. Nobody has to call them and go, Hey, are you out of bed? It's, it's, it's Hey, <laughs> did you need motivational? No, that, that that's all there. They, those kind of conversations are totally different for me. You know, it's, it's conversation of what's that one tweak that I can make? What do, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Right. What are right. you seeing out of me that I'm not seeing out of myself? That's that person that says, Hey, you know, I want to be better. Right. And I'll take that that little small one degree change to be better. And you see that out of the 60, 80, 90, hundred million dollar producers per year um, that, that they have to want it. So I think you have to be serious. If you're not serious, why, why waste your time or the coaches? 
not only the time, but the money, like that's his biggest thing too, is you're wasting time, you're wasting money, you're wasting your time and the coach's time. So you have to be ready for it. You have to be willing to accept it and uh, be ready for that change in your life. So Tim, that is absolutely brilliant when it comes to to coaching. I mean, so many things that you've shared today, there's so many little nuggets. And this is exactly why we do the show. It's because every single morning there are, there are guys like yourself willing to share so many great nuggets that have helped you get to, like yeah, you said, it's it's been years. You've been doing this for years and years and years. And now you're willing to share and willing to give back to the mortgage community, give, give back to the real estate community. And you've shared some things this morning with us that are absolutely brilliant. And I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening this morning and you've taken notes, these are a few things, especially those three when it came to working with real estate agents, those three yeah. things will change everything when it comes to your referral partner relationships. So absolutely go back. We're going to highlight those for sure. But Tim, you know, one of my favorite things to do at the very end of the show is a daily challenge, challenging those who are on the show to go out and actually take action, do something within their business. So if there were one thing that you were to challenge those watching the show today, what would you challenge them to go out and do? Core philosophy of mine. You talk to anybody that's in my coaching program at Movement, they they better be able to tell you this. If they can't, I'm going to punch them in the nose. Um, I learned this from my first mentor when I got in the business. I, I started this fresh out, out, out of this job, uh, 24% money. Here I am trying to sell mortgage loans. I'm like, what do I need to do every day? Very simple. Go find somebody who qualifies for a mortgage and will choose you as their lender. Go find a loan every day. It's that That's simple. It. It's that. What, what else are you doing? Right. I mean, you check in Facebook, find a loan on Facebook, right? find a loan every day that that that's what drove me right i mean the strategies can be different one day to be facebook and one day you meet somebody at the gym and one day you call real estate agents fine and dandy right but if you're not driven to find a loan every day what are you doing <laughs> it's really one of the things that plagues our i said this the other day one of the things that plagues our industry is overcomplicating things overthinking things when it comes to being your top producers your the ones who are closing 500 transactions they're getting a deal a day they're getting more than a deal a day but sure. just go out and find a deal find a qualified deal go out and do it whatever you have to do like you said there's multiple strategies and that's exactly what a coach is there for is to go over those type of strategies with you yeah. find out what you're really good at what your niche is what you're really are going to do every day to build that business because right. I get people all the day. They get asked all the time. They're like, well, Josh, I don't know if I want to do this. Then don't do it. If that's something you're not going to do within your business, don't do that. Go <laughs> do something that you're actually going to find alone because this is simple. What Tim just said, if you do this in your business, imagine this, imagine this. If you were to find a deal a day, how many transactions is that? I, you know, subtract all the weekends. What you're looking at 300 deals ish. I don't know. Tim, I mean, probably listen. 250 deals. Yeah. A couple hundred deals a year minimum. I mean, find a deal every day. And, and again, like I said, I mean, there's going to be a variety of strategies. Too many people focus on one strategy too. They're like, well, I'm waiting for, you know, this agent to call me that I messaged six months ago, or I'm waiting for my Facebook leads to pop a, a deal. Great. While you're waiting on that, go talk to somebody at the gym this morning. You yep. know, let me say this as we kind of wrap up, uh, we're studying in a couple of our leadership calls that we do. We're studying a book. Um, by Ryan Serhant, sell it like Serhant. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So a millionaire real estate agent up a television show on Bravo, but he's got a story in the beginning of the book that illustrates that point. When he started selling real estate, he joined three different gyms in New York for the sole purpose of not getting a six pack, but they were all in different locations so that he could build his network and find people that needed to buy real estate. So he had a deal today mentality. So that that's the number one thing. Can you find a deal today? That's a big challenge. 
And that's just it is people are like, well, where do I go find a deal? There's so many places you can find a deal. Where do you hang out? Starbucks? Do you hang out at a gym? Wherever it is, you have to be willing to go put yourself in an uncomfortable situation and go find the deal. Like, just go do it. Like, don't don't just sit there like, oh, where could I possibly find a deal? Walk into the local supermarket. There are people there. Wherever I, there's I, people. Let me, let me give everybody a strategy that absolutely works. Super simple. Make a list of like 10 to 20 people. If you can get a list of 20, that'd be great. 10 to 20 people that literally would bring you gas if you were stuck on the side of the road. Bingo. Okay. They take the call from jail. Okay. And then you call them up and you say this to them. You get really humble. We call this the humble ask. Ooh, this is good. Hey, Josh, listen, man, you and I have been friends for a long time. I know I probably could count on you if I needed something and vice versa. Wouldn't you agree with that? Absolutely, Tim. Okay. Listen, I've got a favor to ask of you. It'd be super easy, but it'll mean the world to myself and to my family. Right. You know, my family, it means the world to them. I'm actively taking on new clients in my mortgage business. I'm, I'm actively doing that right now. And if you know anybody that has a home that they're looking to refinance, has a has an idea that they think they might want to purchase something from a primary to a secondary home. Could you introduce me to them? Could I count on you on the next 30 days? I really need to grow my client. Look at look at my dog. It's getting skinny. Right, they're going to come out. Pete is going to come out and take my dog if I don't get him some food. Can I count on you for a referral? I mean, that simple. If, if you're desperate and you have desire, go ask them. There you go. I I think that's something right now, especially because there's a lot of desperation in the industry. That's why so many people are dumping money into lead generation, Facebook ads, this and this. When it comes down to it. It's just doing exactly what you're talking about. Calling these people, calling your top 20 people. It, it, you, no more buying leads. Don't, don't go spend thousands a month on leads. If you're yeah. really struggling right now, don't dip into the credit card. Don't go into debt to, to drum up new business. Call the people who you know. Say, I only got 10 friends. Shit, 10's more than zero. So that's a place to start. Dude, listen, man. I'm telling you, I've been in those places in my career where I've told people straight up. I'm like, look. My pipeline, I don't want people to really know, but I got one deal that's hanging on by by a prayer, okay? I really need some help right now. Who do you know? And they've all said to me, gosh, we had no idea. And they started making calls for me so that they could find a referral for me. There you go. I mean, that's simple. you just got to do what you got to do, man. Get a deal. You, Tim literally just said something that I wish, if we took this to heart, you got to do what you got to do. If you're struggling right now, go do something. Don't sit there. Don't think strategy. Just go do strategy. Just do something. It does. Just go out and talk to people. That's where you're going to find those. If you don't have the 20 people, you don't have the 10 people, you got to go find those 10 people. So go out and just be willing to do it, to do something that you haven't done before. You've just got to go out and try. So Tim, this has been an absolute brilliant. Go ahead. Here's the challenge. Write this down. Write this down being broke and struggling is hard. It's hard, right? You're dealing with issues. Being yep. successful is hard. So if being broke's hard and being successful is hard, choose your hard. You'll choose it every day. Which hard Absolutely. are you going to choose today? So go choose your hard. Which hard? Go choose your hard. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is exactly what the Daily Yellow Life is all about. Sharing these things that are going to help you in 2019, help you get to a better place. We cannot thank Tim enough for joining us. Uh, Renato asked if we can uh, post the podcast uh, to the Facebook page. Tim, I don't know if you have that. If we do, Renato, we absolutely post a link so uh, you guys can check that out as well. But again, Tim, I cannot thank you enough. You've shared some absolutely brilliant, brilliant nuggets this morning. Good. So I'm going to mark so off my list. Shared brilliant nuggets today. Good. Done. Boom. Checked it off. Ready to go. <laughs> Tim, thanks so much, brother. Look forward to having you on the show again soon. Appreciate you, buddy. 
Guys, as always, this is what we're here for. 2019 is the year for you. You have to be willing to go out and act. Make it happen within your business. I promise you, if you do what Tim is saying, just go take action in your business. You will see you will see your business continue to grow time after time after time. That's what we're all about here. As always, we appreciate you. We love you, and we hope you have a great day in the LO life. We'll see you.